0: Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we watch the films we loved when we were younger and see if they still hold up. I'm Dan.
1: I'm Michael. And I'm Helena.
0: And for today's episode, we watched Wanted. So, I was watching Wanted the other day, and it got me thinking. So this movie came out in 2008, so that was 13 years ago at this point. When it came out, I would have been like 16, and I just, I fucking loved this film. I was watching it a week ago, and I was like, it's all right. (laughs) So it got me thinking, like, yeah, what if we go through and watch films that we used to just absolutely love when we were younger, and see if they're actually still any good, or if we still even like them. for what I can tell, it's based off of a comic book. And by that, I mean, they took the name and a character mm-hmm. name, and that is it. <laughs> yeah. Loose. Yeah, it's very loosely loose, made. Which I think partly plays into like some of the issues of the film. So I think in the comic, it was like, supervillains have taken over the world, and this guy's got to like kill them all. And... I mean, this had none of those vibes. No,
2: but I have a theory of why I think you loved it as a kid, as a teenager specifically. Yeah, And I think it feels like a film made for teenage boys by teenage boys. Yeah. A hundred percent. What would be cool? That would be cool.
0: Oh, imagine if you could curve bullets <laughs> in your gun and then... And, and, and then you shoot people and then you hit chris pratt in the face with the keyboard and it says fuck you with his teeth and then you see angelina jolie's ass and then (laughs) that's a movie
2: (laughs) it's like everything teenage boys liked in like 2030
1: my mum was really unwilling to like let me watch this movie i'm slightly younger than you guys so she had a little bit more authority over like what i could and couldn't watch but this was before she'd watched it so she didn't actually know what it was about but i think you know wanted and it's got guns in it she was like "Mm mm-mm No, so I I it took me a while to actually get around to seeing this movie. I think it was when it was on like you know film four or or something like that. And I remember I very much only watched half of it for the longest time.
2: Yeah, (laughs) one of those
1: movies. It had a lot in it for me as a kid as well. Like I very much enjoyed uh, Angelina Jolie's ass, and yeah, that idea that you could have this heritage that you had no idea about that actually made you really awesome at something that you didn't know you were awesome at.
0: Yeah, Yeah, to suddenly be great at something and also have lots of money at the same time. Oh, I Mm. imagine.
2: And superpowers.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: When you're sat there doing your GCSEs, you're kind of like, I could be an assassin.
0: Like, yeah. yeah. Imagine if your horrific anxiety was actually you slowing down time <laughs> so you can shoot better.
2: What if your panic attack was actually magic? Because <laughs> I, I have, I want to start there. I want to start there in this movie. My gripe mm. with this movie. I have more gripes about this movie than any other film I think I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> um, it
1: it doesn't stand to reason at all under close uh, inspection this film falls apart almost immediately.
2: And completely within its own logic as well. Mm. It isn't like, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, they flipped a car. No, I want to know. What are the wanted people's wanted powers? (laughs) Because they're never clear. On what exactly they can do.
1: The dad has, I mean, in the the, the early scene, like he he jumps across I, a whole
2: street yeah, had like, through I completely forgot
0: about that part. Honestly,
2: hmm. no, that has been in my head since I was a teenager. It bothered me then, and it bothers me now. He then yeah. bends the wall as he starts running, and there's like a shockwave. And I don't know what Maybe, kind of powers these people I think have.
0: That's the because, sound barrier. I think it's because in that instance, he was the bullet. <laughs>
2: He broke it. Yeah, he bent <laughs> himself. He curved himself. <laughs> then you have like some of them can magically heal people. Uh, yeah, one with of that them. weird
0: candle wax stuff. Yeah, uh, well, there's there's, there's the guy it. who just I guess likes rats.
2: Yeah, he's a big fan of rats. He
0: gets one I of the Russians that's
1: yeah. literally just called the Russian. The Russian one of and them he gives has... them vodka. Yes,
2: good vodka. One of them just has wanted powers, but with knives.
1: Oh, small, small gripe. He clearly says at the start that he bought an Ikea table, mm. but it's definitely a breakfast bar. <laughs>
2: No, that's the biggest problem with this movie like, okay yeah, minor that's... gripe but yeah. still
1: it was like well why say that like yeah. it was a voiceover you didn't even need to redo the shot you could have just redone yeah. the line
0: the whole and said
1: i bought this breakfast bar uh,
2: yeah
0: that whole sort of voiceover oh. all that sort of thing it it was very much fight club intro vibes where he's like oh yeah i got all my ikea stuff and and then his house blows up and obviously fight club happens Um, but that it it had that same sort of vibe of the main character from fight club is in this movie except he doesn't have a split personality disorder he can just do guns good
2: yeah it did have fight club vibes but without all of like the nuance that fight club has
1: yeah it's not as interesting as fight club
2: it's not about anything it's not it's like fight clubs about something other than people fighting
0: yeah I-, I mean for the first 10 minutes as well when when he's still an anxious mess he just sounds like morty from rick and morty the whole time <laughs> and that kept on really distracting me
1: yeah the first note i have written down for wanted was whiny bastard
2: yeah <laughs> i remember as a teenager understanding mean yeah he does have all these problems as a teenager i didn't have those problems <laughs> and his boss is all from like, yeah and now I, I i'm older like shut up
1: just yeah i'll get my math homework in tomorrow
2: bitch yeah. <laughs> and it just at the start he just sounds so moody and so full of himself and selfish He'd, shut up
0: yeah like the sort of i already know i'm better than you yeah. there's just nothing i can do to prove it kind of vibes and <laughs> yeah. he's
1: cuckolded by his best friend but he doesn't have the i don't know like the the decency or like the the self-respect to do anything about it. It just seems really weird. Like,
0: mm-hmm. it'd be
1: one thing to, like, okay, you've been cheated on. Like, obviously, that's crushing, but surely you then move on or at least get those people out of your life because it would be too intolerable to be around them. Yeah. But no, he's just like, well, I'm off to work. My best friend's at not the dentist and is actually laying into my wife at the girlfriend on my breakfast bar, flash table.
2: <laughs> he bought from Ikea. When I was a kid, I wanted him to have those powers and their cool powers. As an adult, I don't want him to have those powers. Pa- I want him to live with the life that he has. I it seems like, like he
1: made all the decisions that got him into that dead-end job and that bad friend and that bad yeah. girlfriend. And, like, it shouldn't have taken a bloody assassin power massive conspiracy to get him to put his ass in gear.
2: Yeah, it shouldn't take Angelina Jolie and a shoe out at a convenience store to make you realise that maybe this isn't it.
0: Exactly. And, like, speaking of... So, th- this whole, like, assassin super organisation, they have this this loom of fate which has been going for thousands of years and it's all ancient and they're based in i guess new york at
2: one point doesn't he say that there are people all around the world like this
0: oh maybe there's looms of fate no
2: that's a good point how how is is this is that the loom from a thousand years ago is that the same loom were Who they made that, that good yeah.
0: at making looms <laughs> that was that's... the real superpower the first guy who's very good at making looms
2: <laughs> <laughs> he had wanted powers, but his powers was loom. Because he goes from the normal boring person, has a shootout in a convenience store, then Angelina Jolie hits him with a car, and he's fine.
0: Oh yeah, she like basically would snap his shins in half, yeah. but instead he's sitting in the car perfectly fine. Yeah.
2: he stood up straight and not in three pieces.
0: And like throughout that whole car chase, and this is a point that comes up several times throughout the movie, is that there's no consequences. Like, Mm -hmm. so many innocent people seem to just die and have their cars flipped, and, I mean, there's that whole time when an entire train gets derailed and hundreds of people die, and it's just never mentioned again.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of collateral damage. Yeah. And there's police in this film once. These people aren't hard to track.
1: Well, they use unmarked bullets.
2: It's broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I think, don't, don't they basically just blame it on the gangs?
2: That's not okay.
1: No, it's not. It's not okay.
2: Well, why would the gangs be killing these important people?
1: Gangs. You never know who's involved in, in those dangerous gangs. Yeah, Jumping I mean... through windows into <laughs> other buildings. Yeah.
2: You know there's that gang member that shot a, a handgun through a window from a train.
0: The whole, like, Angelina Jolie's character's backstory, like, I can't remember any of these characters' names at all, but her backstory where she's, like, you know, and then... Fox? I want to say Fox. Had yeah,
2: she to... was called Fox. Oh, yeah.
0: They were told to kill this guy and they didn't. And then the consequences were that these people's families died. And then th- hundreds of families just die in this movie with no consequences. Yeah. Maybe that's why the ending happens, actually. Okay. Well, maybe the film has just slightly more made the ending make sense because of all this.
1: Well, Slo- Sloan. I want to call him Sloane the the is it Morgan Freeman's character yes yeah he's already at that point meddling with the loom I I mean when I first saw the loom I was thinking okay this is bullshit this guy is the only person that can interpret the loom so of course he's going to be fiddling it I was then thinking well he's probably just made the whole thing up and it's one of those sort of things where it's like throughout history everyone's had like a a way of saying they've got a code without having to spell out the fact that actually it's just rich people making decisions yeah Um, but no it Turns out he's just deliberately misinterpreting the loom, but he's like, he's seen himself in the loom. Yeah, like and, that's, that's and the nice. loom's real, and that's just like,
2: mm, yeah, okay. but, like that's the fake loom, and there's a real loom somewhere mm. else.
1: And you shouldn't really be taking orders from a loom. I just think as yeah, a general that's... rule for life.
2: Maybe a group of highly trained magic assassins. And that's just made me realise something and remember something of the film that is now more annoying about the loom. The loom (laughs) is a mistake. The way that he describes the loom and every now and then it creates a piece of material and some of the thread is wrong and that's how you learn it. It's in binary code. Mm -hmm. It's ones and zeros and then they're like, but the loom... The people have been doing this for thousands of years. Binary code hasn't been around for thousands of years, right? Not
1: as not as ones and zeros, but it could have always been imperfections and normal bits of loom weave.
2: Yeah. It just it just felt like Do it you... immediately kept it kept putting a bit of information down and then slapping it away.
0: Exactly. Like maybe. Actually, what happened was this guy who had the superpowers to make looms real good wasn't that good. And it's just a bit of a shit loom.
2: He's just just been pretending the entire time. Just every (laughs) so
0: often there's a slight mistake in it because the loom's not made that well.
2: (laughs) And it's like a thousand years old. And you know when you tell a lie and you just have to keep going and it gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And it gets to the point where you can't not.
1: And suddenly you have a jumper factory.
2: Yeah, and then you suddenly you have these assassins waiting for you to tell them who to kill, and they can bend bullets.
1: You're just looking up on Google bad people
2: 2020. <laughs> Incredibly <laughs> oh, stressed yeah. out. it would be a stressful life, lying your way into being the leader of an army of highly trained magic assassins.
0: But also, if that loom's been around for however long, like, what if at some point they just weren't watching it and it said some guy's name? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like they well, just I guess they just the is it.
1: That... You can you you have once that's been made. I guess you can look over it as much as you want.
2: It's just dumb.
1: It but is I'm... dumb. Why not just have like names appear in a goblet
0: or yeah. a fire? or a scarf? A that... <laughs> when you open the scarf, um... it says an a name.
2: <laughs> I'm sure that in the comic book they probably explain it really well, but in the film. That's probably one of the key things they took from the comic book and went, we don't need the story or the reason. It just is. And it it doesn't make any sense. Angelina Jolie's character annoys me because uh, when they're in the convenience store fight, she has wanted powers then. She can do the wanted stuff, but she still has a gun that aims around corners for her.
1: Well, there's a difference between curving a bullet and doing it around a corner. I mean, they haven't quite got to the point where they're like, yeah, and and you can also make a bullet do right angles.
2: (laughs) This is my wanted (laughs) power. I can make bullets the right angle <laughs> i just want to i just want to work out the wanted powers they all have base bullet bending superpower
1: well it's not superpower it's just that you know how to do it it's by moving the gun right
2: is it really because they have they have like super perception they can and like reflexes is it just if you move a gun quick enough it'll bend a bullet that's weird i don't like that and there's no reason for it and some of them don't ever bend bullets. Can you do it with a knife? Oh, Can you bend a knife?
0: I think the other power that uh, that they have is to have the same two characters collide bullets in midair at least three times.
2: Yeah, which again is definitely one of those teenage boys will love this, put it in.
0: Exactly. And I think that's because it was fate because he was his dad the whole time. I.
2: I th- see, I thought it was because his dad was such a good assassin. He was such a good wanted person that he could see the bullet coming in slow motion and shoot to deflect it.
1: That well, I think because both the real dad and the fake stand-in dad were oh, yeah, both excellent was, assassins. It
2: was yeah.
0: the fake one that had the runny powers, not his actual dad, okay? Yeah. yeah.
1: Runny powers does not sound good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: In real time, in real time, that that bullet bouncing across the but you wouldn't know what happened. It was just you'd be like, "Oh, I missed." Well,
1: yeah, because they've all got slowy downy panic attack powers. <laughs>
2: <don't> panic attack. <laughs> it's, but...
0: <laughs> it's just a whole group of people who have severe anxiety and guns, <laughs> and then a, and then a bit of cloth that tells them what to do. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> the idea that this movie, whenever they do that. Bending bullet thing, they will just have mild panic attacks.
1: Yeah, they, they look at the loom, and actually, all it says is over and over again take diazepam,
0: <laughs> see a therapist,
1: <laughs> write a journal,
2: hold, keep a dream journal. <laughs> <laughs> the enemy of the wanted assassins, um, the therapist. <laughs> yeah no the movie is a, is a mess there are cool bits I don't it's, tr- it's
1: pretty stylish for its time oh yeah J- it's Jamie- stylish it leans into that tight clothing comic booky Ooh. grunge aesthetic yeah. that was quite popular then now it's all like avengersy type stuff it's still very comic obviously comic booky though isn't
0: it yeah, it's a lot more sort of. I think these days things are going for a bit more of like, I guess, comic accuracy in a way, but blended with realism.
2: Yeah, it's dark realism. Yeah.
0: Whereas it, this one is a loom that tells you who to kill. Yeah, and then halfway through the movie, uh, James McAvoy finally gets clothes that fit him yeah. uh, because he had the biggest suit.
1: Oh, I think I he he was wearing a, a blue and white striped shirt, and I, all I could think at that point was. I have that shirt. (laughs) I could be James McAvoy. His accent is fine.
2: Yeah, I, I, when I was, I noted in my notes, I've got written down accent three times.
1: Mm, Okay, maybe not that
2: fine. It was fine. And then it faded into just, it's his voice. And then every now and then it would come back and I would notice it again.
1: It felt like he maybe had a little bit of elocution practice for the voiceovers and then they got sick of redoing the scenes that were maybe expensive to redo. Yeah. So they
0: they didn't. Cuz
2: James McAvoy now is really good at that sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's a
0: he's he's Scottish, right? He's a
2: good actor. Yeah, he's Scottish. So, he's yeah. a really good actor and he is way too good to be in this film. Yeah. But then again, there are a lot of good actors in this film, which is weird because they shouldn't be. <laughs> this is not a high budget superhero film. Why is Morgan Freeman in it. Universal
1: <laughs> Pictures. I mean, who? What was the budget? Do you know,
2: probably quite big.
1: Uh, it grossed three hundred and forty-one million worldwide. I don't. Is that yeah. a lot?
2: Depending on how much.
1: Yeah, I suppose it depends on it. how much they spent on it. But that's, I, I
2: remember it being a big film, and I remember it being everywhere. I remember you know, with the...
1: a lot of adverts. I think that's why I very much I wanted to watch it, and my mum was like, "No, too sexy." I think my mum got it a bit confused with other films. Was it like Sin City and things like that were around at the same time?
0: I think, yeah, I think that was the same sort of time period. Yeah,
1: and mum was like, "Nope, too too sexy, too violent."
2: <laughs> the bending bullets. It wasn't. Accurate. Well, I think
1: my mum said it was. I think my mum was like, "It was glorifying guns."
2: Which, fair
1: enough. Yeah, it was. yeah. No, I mean, she, mum's not it wrong, but does. I don't think that that isn't. This isn't the film that's going to make me go and want to be a mass murderer.
2: It's going to waste ammo. If you're watching this, you want to do something. It's to try and bend a bullet. Yeah.
0: But or shoot another bullet out of the sky with another shoot bullet. Another... <laughs> <laughs> or gonna run get really fast down a corridor. <laughs> Someone's going to get a shot. shot.
2: That's, that's another thing. A few times in the film it comes up and we see it, but they never really... I don't remember them explaining why it's there, but there's an old gun. You know, like the old flintlock pistol that they hmm. have? Yeah. What is that? Because they never fully explain it. It's brought up in the fake dad running. Spoilers, guys. Fake dad. At the beginning, he brings out the old gun. And
1: but it's like an it. old, isn't it an old, like, super gun?
0: Yeah, maybe, yeah. It's, maybe it's one of the sort of the first ones. Because if we're like, you know, this is where it's falling apart a little bit more again. Is this loom of fate's been around for thousands of years, but guns haven't. Do you think someone could, like, curve cannons? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Arrow <laughs> fire the cannon. And pull yeah, arrow, it really arrow is
0: a bit more sensible. Not right. swivel a cannon as you fire. It. <laughs> oh, the cannon. <laughs> oh.
2: It's the, it's like how they bend bullets, but with a lot more grunting.
0: <laughs> it's a bit slower, but yeah, like I that. Mean, that must be, be one fair, of the first. Guns. If you
1: can't curve a cannon, you can yeah. probably still shoot the thing you're going for. Yeah. also the things around it and between you and it.
2: Yeah, there's very little reason to curve a cannon. <laughs> That Unless, of rude. course,
1: you're in a circular room and need to kill everyone at the same time with one <laughs> bullet.
2: So dumb. That was so <laughs> dumb. And it, it reached, it went past the point of being cool and mm. dumb and just went back to dumb and dumb.
1: Especially when, because obviously it gets her. Is it? Is she, like, the last one it gets as well? Yeah,
2: yeah it goes in, like, so a it, full circle. Yeah,
1: so it's a full circle, and it's just, like, bitch, duck.
2: I,
0: think I know it not, was on
1: purpose, but...
2: Yeah, yeah I think because it said her name.
0: Yeah, because it said all of them, and that's why. Yeah. And she wanted to stick to the code, because that was all she knew.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, when a code tells you to kill yourself and all your friends... Yeah, I'm starting to think that the mental illness here isn't entirely just assassin blood yeah. It's also mental illness.
2: The curve of the bullet, that bullet, that's a strong bullet.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can, considering how often they use like human shields. Yeah. And and how often, like, that's a thing where it's like, well, even if it gets through the person and into you, it's going to be going at such a slow speed.
2: That bullet went through like six people.
1: But they also quite regularly shoot people from very, 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 very far away. And that must be such a high velocity bullet as well.
2: Yeah, it's true. But they do that with a curve and the curve gives it some g force It's like yeah. when you're like
0: serving in tennis and you just get a little bit of
2: But they also have those like super far away sniper rifles.
1: Yeah, that's sort of what I meant. I guess that, that's a little bit different to uh, is it a handgun she uses?
2: Yeah, they just seem to use handguns. If you have like a submachine gun, a gun that shoots quick, can you do you curve all of them or is it just like helpless spray? <laughs> because as soon as you start to curve them they'll just go off in any direction it's how you turn a machine gun into a shotgun as you curve it
1: yeah i guess you're not going for that accurate like you want to hit something but not hit the thing between, between you and it. it yeah like if you've got a machine gun or a submachine gun like you fire through the thing in your way
2: not yeah. around it shoot in the circle scene was so dumb
1: it was dumb
2: and i that i think that was the point in the movie where i was like i'm done even when i was a teenager because
1: i think it's the end yeah luckily
0: it's right at the end
2: that was when i think i realized i I was okay with everything i didn't like it i didn't it stopped being cool and dumb and just all became dumb that that scene was the final season of game of thrones for the entire film
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Right, right. <laughs> okay, all of it is now stupid.
1: Yeah, it was like it was clutching at straws with the loom and then it was clutching at straws with the well actually the loom is being manipulated and then it's like curved around an entire room and you're all You're,
2: you're all dead. Just, you're all dead? Because, yeah.
0: because of su- the loom? <laughs> like they managed to survive the big rat explosions as yeah. well. <laughs> the
2: big rat I don't I don't wanna know how he got the explosives into those rats.
0: Or just, just how so he, got then he got
2: that many.
1: Put them many rats.
2: The side. Oh thank God
1: yeah he's not like you know mixing C 4 and cheese
2: (laughs) yeah it's such an odd bits of it are cool i think the first time they do the bullet blocking is cool and that's about it
1: yeah it is very much i think you can boil down the cool bits to the trailer
2: yeah it'll yeah all the good stuff came out in the trailer and when he flipped the car over and said i'm sorry just because of the like i forgot what it's called but when you have two bits of writing that at the beginning and at the end when they leave
1: oh uh, really cool a re- yeah <laughs>
2: so they did yeah. that where he flips over a car and says i'm sorry except one of them it's because he's genuinely sorry and the because he's about to shoot them yeah and then the police don't get called
1: well of course not it's the gangs yeah. you don't call the police on the gangs you'll get got
2: <laughs> yeah you know those gangs famous for <laughs> the, they the police must be terrified of the gangs there because not only are they gangs, they can also curve bullets and flip cars. <laughs> and be I mean, shiny. would you believe
1: that they'd curved a bullet unless you literally had the bullet go around you?
2: Well, if one of them, if you're in a room, they're at least very adventurous for their killings because there's one where they're in a room. They're on the train going by mm-hmm. and he curves a bullet through the window. The only When you're the police and there's a bullet hole in the window and the only thing outside is a train going by, you'd be like, these gangs want... That person really dead.
1: I mean, I'd be thinking, oh, okay. They waited until the train had gone past and then stood on the tracks.
2: But you wouldn't get the same height
1: <laughs> on a ladder.
2: stuff, Yeah, you. Uh, that you can't. As a police officer, you can't frame that out. That that was gangs.
1: No, and I think for a self-professed secret organization. They leave a lot of, like, evidence.
2: lot of evidence. I would love to... I My voice went then. <laughs> I would love to see, uh, see as I wanted. I want to see <laughs> a... I think
1: they curved the bullet. Don't be ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah, I want there to be one ground-down detective who is fully onto... And I imagine it's in the comics. But I want to see a film, one like ground-down detective who is fully on the case and is I think they curved the bullets, don't be ridiculous and I think there's like a secret group of assassins out there I want to see that film, I want to see the guy trying to bring these people down I want to see the guy trying to arrest Morgan Freeman (laughs) (laughs) because that's far more interesting
0: Uh, what if it ran parallel to this movie mainly because it'd be hilarious when at the end he goes in to arrest all the people and realises they all died (laughs) in a circle
2: Mm. did they shoot (laughs) themselves?
0: Just, Just trying to work out the it? logistics of it. Doesn't yeah. make sense.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you
1: if you sort of immediately in your brain you have to discount the idea that Angelina Jolie shot a bullet in a circle. You'd yeah. be like, no, did they all line up like head to head and then ran like spread out real quick?
2: It's a single bullet and it's in this woman, but it seemed to have gone clockwise through everyone. But it's only the one bullet their guns only one of their guns fired a bullet.
1: I've been reading the summary a little bit of the comics because it was a it was a mini series rather than something that went on for ages and ages so right. easy to slightly easier to digest it seems like actually the film toned down the whiny bastard gritty edgelord uh, character quite a bit which seem makes the comics sound unbearable
2: well i think if you go all out it could be fine I and mean, the problem with the film is it did it like uh, softly
1: yeah, it was a bit half half, he, half, wasn't it? He
2: wasn't like edgy and mean, and uh, he was just kind of whiny.
1: Yeah, he didn't have any problems that he couldn't really have solved himself yeah. without becoming an assassin.
2: It was just him being moany and complainy and yeah. sorry for himself. And Where kind of was...
1: bullied into it as well.
2: Yeah, if it went full edgelord, angry, I hate the world. The world. If it went full Fight Club, in that like there's is a societal problem and and there's an issue with being successful and there. Uh, if it went like that, it would have been great. But it was just like half-assed. He's always oh, got a bad life. It's not that bad. He, these are all fixable problems.
0: Yeah, he's a bit stressed at work because that woman's got a stapler. She got a
2: stapler, and then he just—that's
0: another point.
2: Sorry to derail from the comic book. He assaulted two people. One person in that as as him. Not as yeah. secret assassin oh, yeah. killer. He full-on broke a man's face with a keyboard.
0: Do you think it was his wanted powers that made it spell fuck you with his tooth?
2: That's one of his wanted powers. Yeah, he can... Every time he shoots someone, the blood sprays out fuck you <laughs> <laughs> before it collapsed. That's one of his wanted powers.
0: So
1: the final line to the wanted film... Yes, yeah. What the fuck have you done lately? From In the comic the book, it's, it's not great, it's worse significantly worse. Uh, ends and sort of on the similar thing. He doesn't doesn't want to be a super villain anymore.
2: Never good.
1: Anyway, he turns to the audience, so I guess looks out of the page. Yep. I guess Deadpool style. And says, This is my face while I'm fucking you in the arse. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: That is the... I can see why they didn't put... I can see that way That is a bit them different. Them.
0: But yeah one thing you mentioned there has just Yeah mainly put a whole new perspective on this which is they're not good guys. These these guys are are like villains i guess so
1: i think that's something that went over my head as a kid as well was Mm. like that you know you get you you do get quite black and white ideas of who is a good gun who's a bad guy in a movie and you just kind of go along with it like agreeing with the person that's narrating the film you're sort of like well they're narrating the film so they must be good and the bad things that happen done by bad people are bad yeah i think as a a young as a young person i definitely was on his side uh and as a slightly older person i hate him and everything he does and thinks
2: yeah because the point of the brotherhood which i just remembered that's what they're called <laughs> i'm gonna call them the, fraternity? Wanted, that,
0: the wanted boys yeah it's um, the fraternity yeah
1: yeah fraternity i mean that's just brotherhood
0: but... the brotherhood of wanted fraternities yeah
2: but the want idioms, like they are meant to be neutral right they're meant to be like 100 neutral to everything going on in the world
1: yeah aren't you just supposed to kill whoever comes up in the loom because they have the potential to be bad it doesn't matter whether they've done bad things yet which has all sorts of problems
2: yeah so they're not bad guys they're just not good guys
1: it's chaotic neutral at its worst
2: yeah it's chaotic neutral but it's edgelord chaotic neutral mm. in in the film and it's not even full edgelord chaotic neutral because because they had to make him likable to a degree he's, yeah he's not.
1: the first draft of the screenplay was considered by miller uh the writer of the comic books too tame and a little bit Americanized.
2: <laughs> Amazing. So, I mean, yeah. if that's how he ended his comic with that line, mm-hmm. I can see him looking at this film and being like, "It's boring. <laughs> Nothing cool happens." He's not
1: him. bad enough at the end, is he? He doesn't.
2: No, because they had to make him friendly. I get, yeah. I get that comment of it's too American. It's too yeah. like tame because they have to keep the main character friendly
1: you have to yeah there's that that incessant um sort of american film like main main film guy thing where it like you have to end up liking him
2: yeah, lest has it to be, be a bad picket.
1: film. Like, he he has to be, there has to be some redemption. There has to be some likability. Yeah. Instead of it just being like, no, he's, he's an arsehole.
2: He's bad. And he's,
1: he was an arsehole at the start, he's an arsehole at the end.
2: It was, yeah. it, I can see why he says tame, and it does feel tame thinking about that. Like, if they went all out and he was just a terrible person and they did it a thousand percent, it would have been really good and really fun to watch. But they kind of went, nah, he has to be likable. He can't do anything too bad. Yeah. Like, everyone that he kills has to potentially be evil at some point.
0: Yeah, like if it if it had lent into the whole sort of yeah the craziness and the over the topness of it, then it yeah it would have I, I would have been more entertaining because it they, it seems like they lent into it for like the action pieces and stuff, but only for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hard. and he I has
1: think. he hit. James McElroy's character has literal plot armour, which is... I mean, it makes sense because you do want your main character to not die in the first 20 minutes because that wouldn't be much of a film. That would be boring. But this whole idea that his dad won't... His real dad won't kill him and that's why they recruited him. It's like, oh... Okay, so it wasn't actually his skill or him actually being better or the best or yeah. whatever. It's it's just that his, his dad's a bit, a bit of a worse and it's fine killing literally everybody else and has had no part in this person's life but can't all, bear to kill him.
2: All with the same bullet mm. fired from a fancy gun. That just curves how far can you curve? i mean it's how he, uh, all the way oh yeah yeah if they went full-on he's a bad guy like in fight club yeah in fight club he just turns into the a terrible person i think it would have been a lot better it would have held up longer because fight club's still a good film
1: you don't need to feel good about hit this guy at the end of the film because you don't anyway it doesn't ring yeah. true and you're not sat there thinking oh wow what mm-hmm. a decent dude for getting through all of this hardship Mm. pat on the back it's like damn son like everyone's dead it's kind of a bit your fault but it should Mm. have been like he's like yeah this is my fault and i'm going with it
2: there's a stupid loom that told everyone to kill each other which is stupid and one of the worst ways i think in a film again comic book probably done really well in the film it's so half explained
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's just, and it's a loom. And why does that loom mean they have to have a loom business?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: well, they, they have can't have... have a front of like a laundrette with a loom out. Back.
1: <laughs> but I mean, the loom's kept, this sacred loom is just kept in another, in like a, a bit, his own chamber. Uh, the room,
0: mm-hmm. the, the loom room. The loom room. The loom
2: room. <laughs> the loomiest of looms i see i like the front of having a textile business just because the logic of it of them being like okay we have a loom what if we buy loads of looms and we open a textiles business i get that in a castle
1: somewhere because they won't know which loom is the real loom
0: (laughs) (laughs) is it all of the is it one of these several looms in a room or is it the loom on its own in another room (laughs) the dedicated loom room (laughs)
1: <laughs> the imperfection is like this one says to kill. I was like, no, that, that's just a bad loom.
2: Oh, that's just that's the shit loom. They <laughs> keep, that loom in, keep it's their
1: hands in that loom.
2: Yeah, I think. Do you reckon that whenever the police turn up, they just pick that loom up and put it with the rest of them?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, go, 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 go! Quick, put it in the other loom spot. Put it with the loom. No, they have to dismantle it, move it, put it back up. <laughs>
1: Also, surely you would, any respectable organisation would have more than one person accountable for reading the loom. Well they can like, all read that it? just good kind of I think
2: practice. they can all, all read it because he explains to James McAvoy's character that how to read it. But I, no one's
1: checking. There's well, no there's no quality assurance.
2: I think he as much as I don't like the writing of this film, the idea that he's just like, no, nah, it's fine, I've got it, yeah. makes sense because he's making up his own kill. Does that mean Morgan Freeman's character is has a his own loom that he's faking these things from?
1: Well, that's what I was saying, like, is he sat there with a little quick unpick and being <laughs> like, "Oh,
0: oh, I, I don't think it was that he was making up names. I think it's that he wasn't putting forward names of people he didn't want killed.
2: Oh, That makes more sense. Yeah, like, he just like had, the, he'd
0: had a little scrapbook. <laughs> I
2: like the idea that he has his own little special personal loom. Oh,
1: no, it says that Sloan started manufacturing targets for profit <laughs> so, after yeah. he was targeted by the loom, so the loom knew.
2: Yeah, the loom. The loom, 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 loom
1: wasn't smart enough to just say, maybe Tells Sloane to kill someone that would kill Sloane. No, the loom was like Sloane,
2: it you.
0: Yeah, Sloane, you. Maybe the loom was the smartest character in the whole movie. Yeah. It just couldn't do yeah. anything about it because it's it a, loom. a loom. Every so often he like, decipheres it and it says, Help, Jesus Christ, someone <laughs> else, please read me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just like, Shut up, loom. You can see it starting to make something like a big help me sign. <laughs> Stop
1: and the others are like yeah he's the only one that can interpret the loom and it's just like it's so visible that it, it, it's not binary anymore it's literally coming out like an inkjet printer
2: it's sloan just ripping out bits yeah. of excels as it's
1: sloan equals bad do not trust
2: and then he has his own little personal loom
1: so basically it's the loom's fault it isn't is it?
2: the loom's fault well it's sloan's fault the Loom the Loom is an innocent bystander in Yeah, I feel
1: like the Loom could have done more.
2: Other than making a big sign.
1: Also, surely I f I was if I was the Loom, hypothetically, I'd just be printing slone, sloan, 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 sloan. I wouldn't be like, Oh, okay, so you're not doing slone.
0: No. I guess that's fine. What happens is he stands there and he reads it and he's like, Ah, yes, loans. <laughs> we must kill the uh, people who take loans all That's all what I thought you were going kill
1: the banks and I was like no this film's not anti-capitalism
2: <laughs> for, for all we know he might have a stack of Sloans. Like he might in his room just have a stack of, of bits of material that have Sloan written on them so it started to find other people <laughs> maybe if i tell him to kill fox to kill angelina jolie's character he'll do it or I mean... maybe yeah
1: if he says oh you've got to kill you've got to kill fox then maybe they'll be like can i take a quick peep and i will be like no it definitely just says fox and the looms there are like any second now any oh. second now and it's just furiously printing out they so like, so so
2: so <laughs> tried sloan if i get them in fighting they might kill sloan
1: and I guess it it does work
2: yeah so what we've discovered is that the loom is the hero the true hero of the film wanted I think so we we hated the loom to begin with (laughs) the loom (laughs) is the true hero
1: I feel like I still hate the concept of the loom but I'm not going to fault it for existing
2: no I don't like whoever built it but it's it's doing its job
0: it could have done its job better well I guess now that we know who the true hero of wanted is the true hero of
2: the wanted film is the loom is the loom
0: (laughs) and with that I've been Dan. I've
2: been Michael.
1: I've been Helena.
0: And you can find us on Twitter at Hilton Pod, like that is H-I-L-T-M pod. So yeah, I guess follow to see when we are releasing new episodes.
1: What the fuck have you done lately?
2: <laughs> this is, <laughs> no, this is no, I'm the face of no, 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 the other one.
0: You can't <laughs> see it because this is an audio recording. <laughs>
2: D- Chrome d- wanted d- 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 not
1: enough to get copyright infringement.
2: No I can promise you that that was not <laughs> close enough. <laughs>